bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts. A five-alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Firefighters. <laughs> Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll join Chief Cody on his way to a fire and roll with Tim Collins into a new and unexpected adventure. But first, before we go behind the scenes of the city fire department, here's a message you ought to hear. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to fire department headquarters just in time to join Chief Cody as he rolls in his car to answer an alarm. Main and car street, Vito. Let's go. Chief Cody struggles into his turnout coat and helmet as his driver sets his course toward the fire scene. And then suddenly... Watch that car! The fool is... Great blazing blisters, the fool cutting in ahead of us. Well, never mind, Vito. No time to stop and give him blazes. We've got a fire to fight. A near tragedy because a foolish driver cuts across the path of Chief Cody, and only the skill of the chief chauffeur prevents a serious accident. But later that day, ladder truck 102 is less fortunate. As truck 102 rolls to a fire, a light delivery car races ahead of the truck. What's that fool? He's going. He's cutting across. <laughs> Uh, this is Chief Cody. Uh, get me the mayor. Huh? Oh, huh. well, uh, this is Bob Cody, Mr. Mayor. Yes, I understand you want to know why Ladder 102 crashed into the Staples Building this afternoon. Huh? Yes, I know, I know. Completely wrecked that jewelry shop and the haberdashery and the cigar store in the corner. But, huh? Whose fault was it? My driver on the truck? Now, who said that? Oh, the newspapers. Well, I'll tell you whose fault it was, Mr. Mayor. It was your fault. Now, now, let me talk. Six of my men in the hospital. A valuable piece of apparatus in the repair shop for weeks. Because the drivers of our city are getting reckless. Because lame-brained acrobats, like the driver of that delivery truck... Hmm? Yes, yes, of course, you're right. I, I've lost my temper, and that doesn't help. But, Mr. Mayor, we've got to... You've got to make our people understand that careful driving is a duty. Chief Cody urges the mayor to start a new citywide campaign for careful driving. And next morning, sends over the fire department teletype a notice to all firehouses, which Tim Collins reads as it comes from the teletype machine at the quarters of Engine 209. Police department will back up new campaign for safe driving. All drivers and chauffeurs and fire department will redouble caution to avoid accidents. Hey, Garnigal! Yo! Here, this bulletin from Chief Cody. This is for you. You better read it. Two forty-one. I got it, boys. Two forty-one of Brook and Adler. Let's go. All aboard. Yeah, all clear. Let's go. And as engine two hundred nine rolls toward Brook and Adler with Gonagal, best of all the fire department's keen, specially trained drivers at the wheel, two men sitting in a lightly built roadster hear the siren blocks away. 
Hey, Grubby, wake up. Huh? What's the matter, Polecat? Somebody coming? That's a fire. Hear them sirens? How the heck with it? Let me sleep. How the heck with going to sleep? We're going to fire. Oh, have a heart. Hey, look at down past the end of the street. The hook and ladder just went by. Yeah? Hey, can this crate go as fast as that? Can this crate beat them big buses? Listen, the way I got this crate hopped up, she'll fly right over them. Polecat, look out for the crossing. Another engine's coming this way. Hold your heart, boy. Are you nuts? What are you trying to do? Beat them to the crossing. Chew by the crossing from their nose. Man, a boy's going with a real cotton dough. Get all over their face Cross in front of. Here's the corner. Hey, you can't. Who says I can't? Get right on top of us. Yahoo! <laughs> hey, they clipped us. Bullcat, they hit your car. Let's stop. Hey, they can't get away with that. Hey, you. Get back you, there. How do you like that for crust? They clip a guy's car and don't even stop to see if they killed somebody. You can sue them for that. You bet your hat I'll sue. Come on, get out, Scrubby. See what they've done to us. You bet. Huh, what'd you say, Scrubby? I didn't say nothing. Hey, it's a fireman. Anybody hurt there? Where'd you come from, Jack? The engine dropped me to check up on this accident. Yeah, why didn't they stop? Anybody else is in an accident, they gotta stop. Yeah, somebody could have got killed and they don't even stop. Somebody gets killed, the fat lot they care. Now, just a minute. Yeah, you don't want to get tough, do you? Yeah, you want to make something out of it? You, uh, take his other side, Scrubby. Right here, poor cat. Okay, fireman. Okay, Jack, now let's see you get tough. One on each side of me, eh? You boys don't give me much chance. Ain't that too bad? Maybe you ain't gonna be so tough after all, Scrubby. This guy tough. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> well, now I... Well, you see, we firemen are trained to be courteous to the public under any and all circumstances, so... Yeah? Uh... So who's going to pay for my fender? My fender, you guys ripped off my car and don't even stop to see what's happened. Hey, watch who you're shoving, now, would you? Now, I just put my hand on your arm and hey. yours too, Paul Cat, hey. whatever your name is. Hey, yo! Hey, Paul Cat, don't let him. He's busting my arm. Uh, hey, hey, let loose of me, Jack. Well, the uh, name is Collins. Hey, Private please. Collins, so don't call me Jack. Okay, okay, you don't have to bust a guy's arm. Why don't oh. you two sit hey, down you... right here on the curb? Well, quit squeezing. Hey. You're making me lame. I'll be lame in the arm. Sit down, I said. Okay. That's right. Now, let's have your names. Let's oh. see your papers. Forget it, can't you? As long as nobody got hurt or nothing. Sure, what the heck? Nothing got busted, only a fender. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to forget it. Sure. What do you say, Scrubby? Let's call it quits, huh? Sure. Boys, the fire department wants to do things right. That's why they dropped me off the truck. Listen, you ain't a cop. You can't make it. Go on, Polecat. Something you're going to say or do. I I ain't going to do nothing. You don't don't have to get so tough. All right, then listen carefully, boys. You two hoodlums are the kind we've got to educate. Uh, You want to say something, Scrubby? No? All right. You've got to learn this. Maybe your lives are worthless to you, but when you take a chance getting that... Hot rod of yours in the way of a fire engine. Say, listen, we was minding our own business. We didn't even know you was coming. Sure, wait a minute, Harm. Yeah? Well, that harmless little trick of yours could have killed you, the men on the engine, and a few innocent bystanders, as well as knock out of action a piece of apparatus needed to protect the whole district from fire. You boys ought to be locked up to think it over, and at the least you'll be hauled into court to explain yourselves. Hey, well... Now, anything to say? Oh. All right. Now, once more, I want your right names. And I'm only going to ask you once. Come in. Private Collins reporting, Chief Cody. At ease, Collins. Yes, sir. Here's Lieutenant Greenspan's written report on the accident, sir. You wanted it right away. The lieutenant gave me the outline over the phone. Suppose you fill it in, Collins. It's all there in the report, sir. It was you who talked with these men, wasn't it? These fellows in the uh, 
What do you call it? Uh, a hot rod, sir, I guess you'd call it. Hot rod? What's that? A uh, souped-up jalopy, Chief. Collins, are you making up these names? No, no, sir. I... Well, I mean, this, this car of theirs ought to have been junk long ago, but they put it in good running condition, souped it up. I mean, I mean, tinkered with the engine until it can develop tremendous speed. As a matter of fact, more than it was ever designed to stand. Oh, sounds dangerous. It is dangerous, Chief. Usually a hot rod driver is some kid who gets a, a kick out of taking chances, no matter whose life is at stake. These fellows weren't kids, Collins. They're men in their 20s, I understand. They're a couple of thugs, Chief. The kind who hang around, never seem to do a day's work. Yeah, until sometime they get into trouble. I yes, know sir. the kind you mean. Did they give you any trouble, Collins? Trouble, sir? Well, if they're a couple of hard cases, as you say... Oh, no, no, sir. I, uh... Well, I explained about how the fire department feels on this matter of driving safely and how an accident that slowed us down might give a fire a chance to get out of control and, uh, well... Yes, uh, Collins. Yes, sir? When I asked you if you had any trouble, why did you ball up your fists like somebody going to take a poke at somebody? Oh, I... Uh, I didn't know I did that, sir. <laughs> All right, son. I won't ask any more questions. I'm satisfied you handled this incident properly with credit to the fire department. Thank you, sir. But, Collins, it might be a good idea to watch yourself these next few days. On account of those two hoodlums? Right. A pair of grown men, the kind you describe, might hold a grudge. And they might try to make trouble. Well, I... Thanks, Chief, but I think I can take care of myself. Now relax, Collins. You're waving those fists again. Oh, oh sorry, <laughs> Chief. I know you can handle yourself in a fair fight, boy. But I'm going to be a little uneasy until we bring those men into court on reckless driving charges. And teach them a little respect for law and order. Now, Chief Cody must have felt a warning because at the very moment he tells Tim Collins to look out for Scrubby and Polecat, the same two fellows are nursing a grudge against the young fireman. In fact, they already have a plan for getting even with him, as you'll hear in our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here is a message you ought to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is your friend, Chief Cody. And I think it's time to look back over that list of ours. Let's see what you've written down for common causes of fire. I wrote matches and smoking, poor housekeeping, storage, cleaning cloths, Oily material, packing material, sparks, machinery, sun rays, and open flame. Now, each is a common cause of fire. And against each, you can easily protect your home. Well, good luck and goodbye for now. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's roll! <laughs> Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.